Ty. Hello, folks. Welcome back to the podcast. That's right. It's Wildcat Minute, where we talk about High School Musical one minute at a time. Whoa, and who are we that do this momentous task? I am Condra. And I'm Tyler. And together we are the Amateur Nerds. What minute of High School Musical are we covering today, Condra? Tyler, we are talking about minute 89 of High School Musical. We're rounded in to the last 10 minutes of the movie. Whoa. I know we've come so far, but we've got so far to go. That's Hairspray. That's Hairspray. That's a different High School Musical. But also with Zephron. But also with Zephron. True. So minute 89 (laughs) starts out with them finishing their sentence from the last time that everyone can see. So... (laughs) The, we get us. that they answered. Yeah, everyone can see us by Jordan Peele on uh, Amazon Prime. I don't actually know what streaming service that would be on. But anyway, everyone can see us. And ends with Troy flying. <laughs> flying, indeed. That would be great if they actually started flying. Like a Aladdin flying carpet kind of thing. Or Peter, I guess more Peter Pan. I was thinking Harrison Bergeron. <laughs> I don't know that. You know that? It's a Kurt Vonnegut short story that everyone reads in middle school. I didn't. I win. Well, that's your loss. Did you read the greatest, uh, the the most dangerous game? No. What? Tyler, despite what? being a librarian, I have read very few quote unquote classics. I had multiple teachers that didn't believe like reading was necessary to engage with literature, so we watched movies and stuff. But 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 everyone reads. Did you read the lottery? Yeah, I read the lottery. Okay, thank God. Those are the big three. Oh my God, I was worried there. I read the I yellow like, wallpaper. I personally, I, I have a theory that everyone reads two out of the three. Uh, Most Dangerous Game, Harrison Bergeron, or the lottery. I, I, so I, I haven't read the lottery. Oh, I liked the lottery. I didn't like the yellow wallpaper. Sorry. I don't fans. know what that one is. That's a Kate Chopin about a woman who is locked up in a room by her husband and goes insane. Oh, great. Yeah. I can I can see why that would be um well, it's probably well written, but um Yeah, it's uh, it's a novella. Okay. So, uh, well, that doesn't count. We're talking about short stories. Well, it's What is the difference between a short story and a novella? A novella is implied that it's like published in one in one bound book, but Oh, okay. I don't but, like, know. like small? I don't know then. A short story is going to be like five to 20 ish pages a novella is going to be like 60 to 100 okay i don't remember the yellow wallpaper well enough to remember what whether it's a novella or not um <laughs> i know we have a copy at our local public library and i've moved it a few times in the last few weeks because <laughs> that's, that's so if it's in its own bound book it's probably a novella unless it's a collection of short stories that bears that title yeah i don't know so high school musical Speaking of short stories, um, there's not much story in this movie. At minute? I was going to say this movie. <laughs> oh, oh, spicy. What I mean to say it's a simple story. Like, And musicals tend to have that. But like the songs, especially musicals like this one where the songs aren't advancing the plot. They're just kind of happening in the middle of the plot. Some of the songs advance the plot. Which songs advance the plot? Stick to the status quo. Okay. And start of something new. I... Because okay, that one that, gets connects them because so, they're both singing. Well, that one's diegetic, so I don't know if it counts. Like what I'm saying is like in like musicals, like like Rodgers and Hammerstein and Stephen Sondheim. Oh, I don't know if Rodgers and Hammerstein were the one. I think Sondheim was like the big one on this. 
um, where it's like, and we're talking and the things that are happening in the plot are happening in the song. Think Hamilton, right? Well, they, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking like, <laughs> my, um, not my friends in Sweeney Todd, the one where he goes around the street yelling at people. Um, n- no, more like the first one where they arrive in London and then there's oh. like things happening and then the, the plot happens while people are singing. Yeah, I, I definitely Cinderella is a good example of that. You've you've got like impossible where all the magic is happening and she's going to the ball and stuff. And like the prince is giving a ball the invitation song. Yeah, I, I, it's it's the difference between like a song lingering on like one emotional beat, which is a lot of what High School Musical is, right? We have Gabriella's song or we have this song. I like how we just call it Gabriella's song and I not by well, its actual well, you guys kept calling it Gabriella's song. I don't know the name, obviously. <laughs> so what is it? Uh, when There Was Me and You. So her solo song in, in this one. Yeah, I mean, like, get your head in the game, right? Like, that's just like one single beat. That's not yeah. like. Yeah, but I think that's the point of musicals is to really accentuate the emotion of like. It, well, there's two versions of it. There's there's the music. There's the song that takes you through the action. This is, you know, Groundhog Day. It's Phil going through his day. Mm-hmm. Or it's just a single moment. It's the Grease one that we talk about. Hopelessly devoted to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like, okay, we're going to live in this emotional moment through a song. I wonder, though. So, like, you brought up Hamilton as uh, music ha- explaining all the things. That seems, I don't, and I've never seen a proper opera. But I've heard Hamilton get called an opera because it entirely exists in music. I don't buy into that. You, versus an operetta, which is more like Phantom of the Opera, where most of the play musical. I, I don't agree with this categorization. An opera is a genre of music. Like an opera just isn't, oh, it's all singing or it's mostly singing. And an opera like is its own genre. Okay. Then is there a form of... Is there a classification? Wow, libraries, ru- library school is ruining me um, <laughs> for this delineation between a play that is mostly music or entirely music versus I'm thinking like a short soundtrack like Matilda or Groundhog Day. Like one, not that those are necessarily short soundtracks, but like they're not Sondheim with his 32 tracks for Sweeney yeah. Todd. Or, yeah, the, or the 36 or whatever for Hamilton. I think that's one of the weaknesses of the term musical is like, well, it's a play with music in it. But I think theater people probably know what we're talking about. And I don't know the names for them. There, I think there is names for the plays that, you know, have the music that takes you through the plot and the ones that are more just like, and then we danced for a while and then the plot continued. <laughs> Should we talk about High School Musical? Yeah, let's go ahead. Um, we're still in uh, Break and Free here. We're, we get the key change in this this minute here. Yeah, towards the very end. Yeah, but there's, it's, it, the energy there's important has stuff increased. before then. No, but we're, <laughs> we're energetic now. We're the beginning. It was a little slower. There was like little dances. They're like yeah. big dances, it's lots build, of twirling, yeah. pointing, flying yeah. motions. I'm doing all these <laughs> well, with my arms. Tyler can see them, but no one else can. It's non-visual medium. Yeah. So they go into the chorus for a second time now. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess the first time that started slow, that mm-hmm. was the chorus. So the A section of the song is the chorus. And then the B sections are the verses. 
as most songs, it's, that's flipped. You do a verse and then the chorus is the B section. Kelsey's really switching it up for this song. Well, no, because as we mentioned, we don't know where the song was supposed to start because <laughs> Gabriella was supposed to start solo. We have to assume in the same way that in the soundtrack, the Troy and Sharpay, or Troy and Sharpay, God, the Ryan Ooh. and Sharpay version of It's Hard to Believe I Couldn't Sneeze. <laughs> is the true version, and then Troy and Gabriella's is the reprise. Okay. So we have to assume that Troy starting the song is the true version. But that doesn't make sense, because Gabriella was on stage about to start singing. I still stand with Troy being not on his mark, and them not wanting to start it up. That that doesn't make sense. (laughs) Gabriella Tyler, was none like, of this makes sense. <laughs> I will stand by my point <laughs> that Troy either vibe checked real hard from across the stage or he was not on his mark and Kelsey's like, get your act together, dude. <laughs> so now we're going into the chorus for realsies. Yeah. Um, Troy sings, we're soaring, and he sticks his arm up in the air. And I he flies. did it, but it's a non-digital medium. <laughs> he does a flying, like he turns um, in circles. Like yeah. when you pretend you're with a kid and you're like, we're airplanes. Yeah, and you you do, he does up. airplane arms. Well, he only can do one airplane arm because he has the other microphone in his other hand. You've seen me do this, but um, you, you know the thing where uh, if you're leaving a conversation, you say, got a jet, and then you make airplane arms and go. <laughs> yeah. Is that was that inspired by Jimmy Neutron by by chance? No, because Jimmy Neutron's got a blast. blast. I don't know where I, I you know I heard someone else say got a jet and I just like stole it, but I don't remember where it was from. Is it Jet from Avatar: The Last Airbender? No. <laughs> That'd be so good if that was his catchphrase. You'd be like, got a jet, <laughs> and then he <laughs> makes airplane arms, even though airplanes have not yet been in- invented in the Avatar world yet. Correct. No, I mean, it's got a jet, and then I go listen to the Paul McCartney song Jet. Paul McCartney and Ooh. Wings, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, so, yeah, so, yeah, but, Troy is, like, kind of spinning around Gabriella. Gabriella does a little turn here. She she puts her arm up and kind of just spins in place. And then we yeah. get some crowd shots, which is a lot of fun. Yeah, we get proud Taylor and proud basketball boys, especially Chad and Zeke. And Chad and Zeke are, like, doing things to each other. They're like, hey, that's our guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like, that's our boy. Yeah, he's he's singing. Yeah. Dude, there's, Zeke especially looks like he kind of hits Chad and like, I think, urges Chad to show his excitement a little more. Not that Chad's not excited. Well, what, what if Chad was just like lost yeah. in his thought? <laughs> and then Zeke brought him back to, oh, he's like, like, this oh, is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's really cool that they're you see the friends get so excited. Like we did, I think there's some pride in it. Like we made this happen. Like we all worked together and made it happen. So they can, they're all in this together. (laughs) Um, I think it's, I I mean, honestly, I really think it's mostly that they're really happy to see their friends up there singing and dancing and letting their hearts out. Like, I, I mean, there is like, a. I don't know. I remember I have a friend, Callie, and they were singing in acapella. And I just remember watching and being like, so like, oh my God, that's yeah, my friend. Same, <laughs> so hard, same for like friends in choir and friends on stage performing. Yeah. yeah. Well, they had a solo for Dancing Queen. It was an nice. ABBA medley. Nice. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. And then 
Yeah, but I will say, so the there's some weird camera stuff, so it's nice to see these audience people. But at the same time, they're mostly pretty tight on Troy and Gabriella while they're on stage. They're, the cameras are moving around them and showing the dynamics. Yeah, we're, we have more of that steady cam delivery that we were talking about but last week. There's this one weird shot where they zoom out full stage and they look so yeah. tidy and so it's yeah. so bizarre. I get, like, yeah, it's becoming more and more clear, like, how young they look in this movie, especially mm-hmm. Gabriella. Like, they're like, oh, you're like little babies. Like, <laughs> I'm older than you. Like, you like you know how, like, when you watch a movie when you're a kid and you're like, that person's older than you. I think the you, stereotype you, like, when for that is, like, um, which side of Ariel you're on if, for The Little Mermaid. But Daddy, I love him. Yeah. And it's like, you're 16, you don't even know him, kind of thing. <laughs> so... Yeah, well, it's as uh-huh. Romeo and Juliet, too. Like, but keeping it in, in brand, Ty. Ariel, Little Mermaid. Oh, yeah. Well, animation, Disney animation I essentials. Know. They were last <laughs> week, I know. But after the zoom out, we get Gabriella running across the stage as she's running and Troy is climbing. And um, <laughs> they move over. They move over yeah, to so we get. Yeah, so, so they kind of, I don't know what you would call this. The, the chorus kind of gets this, like, new section Instead of soaring, flying, mm-hmm. it's running, climbing. And then they move into the bridge, which is like, more I, than I forget you, the words. More than me. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a want, but a need. Well, that's, that's the second yeah, half that of part. it. But yeah. Yeah. And that's where they go over to Kelsey. And we get this awesome moment from Kelsey. Big hype. Big hype. Kelsey does a Jerry Lee Lewis and kicks her. Well, she doesn't do the yeah, bad things yeah, that Jerry yeah, Lee Lewis no, did. No, she is not Jerry Lee Lewis. <laughs> she kicks. <laughs> <laughs> she kicks her stool back and starts standing she's and playing so piano. And she's also like mouthing yeah, along with the words. Jamming. It's really cute. Um, and here's the moment yeah. that our friend from Disney Movie Minute Essentials is telling us about last week, Tyler. I'm, no, I'm, I'm assuming. Is, is. That's what I'm assuming yeah, they were is. hyped about. Kelsey <laughs> is, is, I was going to say is Pog. God, I watch too much Twitch. <laughs> what? Are you saying Kelsey's a Pog, a Pog camp? camp? Ah, this moment, very poggers. Okay, uh, moving on. <laughs> I'm just, just cancel the show. Right I can't. Um, I was I doing know, it sarcastically. I was really saying it. <laughs> um, but she's just having. She's so excited that people are doing her music the way she envisioned it, and the crowd's really like. This must be such a validating moment for Kelsey. Like. My, all my hard work, despite all of these setbacks that I've been experiencing in these last few weeks, all of this pushback I received from Sharpay and Ryan, people like my work. And for a 16, 17 yeah. year old, like, that's huge. Yeah. And it's just the, I mean, it's the sublimity of music. Is that a word? Sublimity? Sure. Sublimeness? Either or. Yeah. Well, Kelsey practices Santeria. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, he doesn't have a crystal ball though. Um, no. So, but yeah, it's like, I mean, so this is like the big musical like moment, like obviously we're going to get the, we're all in this together. Um, and to continue the Greece comparison, like the, we're all in this together is the, we go together. Like it's the, it's the one that you go out on, but it's not like the climax. Yeah. It's interesting. I didn't think about that until just this moment was that parallel to Greece where you have these two songs back to back that are both high energy like meaningful one but one is plot and one is a finale yeah 
Yeah, and this yeah, one is and more. I plotty. also really like with this Kelsey moment that it's again this recognition this time from starting with Gabriella, where Troy was the first one to run up and help her with the music when we first like started this relationship between Kelsey, Troy, and Gabriella. That Gabrielle is also including her, and they're recognizing her. It's not just them two on stage; it's the three of them, and they are they're doing something yeah. together. That's really special. And I mean, and and that's where this scene is going because we, you know, we have the shot of Taylor and Chad and Zeke. We bring Kelsey into it, uh-oh. and then we uh-oh. get, uh oh, Jack Bolton. is here. He's got his arms he's, crossed. He's like, we he's don't really walking, know what he's thinking. He's what do you think he's thinking? He kind of leans on the brick wall, kind of the way we saw Troy hiding around the corner very early on in the movie. Oh, parallels. But what do you what do you think is going through Jack Bolton's mind? What the heck are those two doing in a tree? <laughs> <laughs> in a tree what all back from the, the the earlier part of the movie when he he catches chad and troy in the tree and he's like oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's been six months since we've talked about this but that's such an iconic line tyler what the heck are those guys doing in the tree <laughs> Well, not even just even before Coach Bolton walks in, though, Chad stands up and elevates the energy even more. The audience engages that much more in the song. And I think for Coach Bolton to walk in on that in particular, like not only is his son and this girl that he's kicked out of his gym on stage, they're jamming, they're having, they're obviously very engaged. The crowd is also very engaged and... He's, his basketball boys, his team, are supporting his son. And it's probably yeah. a mixture of, like, this confusion of, I didn't know my son could sing. And look at the boys all being supportive of each other. And he, he found his friends. But also, like, wait, we have a basketball yeah. game? Like, what? what? He's, like, concerned, oh, yeah, probably, still. Like, his brain is still on the big game. I mean, yeah. And I mean... If this movie doesn't have like a mo- like a conversation between Jack and Troy, like just after this scene, I'm going to I'm going to like be so mad. Like, like, I mean, I know it's going to happen, but like it like it might not. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. Like that's that's going to be the emotional linchpin of the movie um, is the is the quiet scene between the father and son. I mean, we also get Gabriella's mom who walks in, but she's less of a character. She has no expression <laughs> on her face. Like, I watched it, and I just, like, froze frame it. And I was like, Acting. what is she feeling? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. She is dead. I don't know. No, I think it's interesting. Like, Miss Montez, what what do you think she's thinking? I mean, the, what I saw in her face was, oh, my God, I'm so proud. My daughter is, like, up there in front of people. And she's doing something she loves and she's not like she's not afraid of being the the freaky geeky girl. She's expressing herself. And I know that's a little bit more than we see in the actor's face, but that that's yeah. But it's easy to read. It's easy to read. What you feel about Gabriella to her. (laughs) Are you projecting how you how proud you are? No, I think it's a little bit there, there, but obviously, you know. (laughs) Yeah, it's very implied. It's this is what I think it's more our expectations of what a yeah. mother should be feeling, especially <laughs> a TV mom. But we get so as as the two parents walk in, we get the big spin. We get the big spin and the moon is falling. <laughs> the moon is which, falling. Correction from last week. The moon comes in in this minute. It, it starts getting lowered. So that's our, our bad. Our bad. Wasn't I um, the one who disagreed with you? 
But Gabriella's twirl here, I think it's interestingly yeah. shot. Well, yeah. For two reasons. Because I think of a lot of musicals and you have these, the, the often female dancers with these big skirts on that they move in very specific ways when you do this kind of twirl that often it flares out. So usually, um, especially you see like, I'm thinking in the Disney parks on Broadway stage kind of thing, they'll wear some sort of short or hot yeah. pants kind of situation. And it kind of is implying, or I am inferring that this kind of skirt action is happening. Just You because can see of the it a little bit, but the, what, you're, what you're saying is that the camera is slightly positioned above. Yeah, it you're not seeing up. anything below. Yeah. Any of her skirt, like, it would be such a cool, like, fashion and clothing-wise, that is such a cool thing, and, like, I can speak for myself with, like, my obsession with, like, ball gowns, and, like, I have a skirt now that works like Belle's skirt when she (laughs) sits down in Beauty and the Beast, reading to the Beast, and it, like, flares out, and it's a complete circle, kind of like a tree skirt. Like, I have a skirt like that, and that was, like, a big thing for me. I was so excited to have that. Well... So it's it's a thing that people desire. No, like for a sure. Nice and I mean, skirt. in any art, what you want to do is explore the possibilities of the medium. And so if you have a character wearing a skirt in a musical at some point, you know, doing the the dance, doing the, the spinnies where the skirt flares up is expected. Like, well, not expected, but like that's that's a very classic artistic thing. And it's 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 a magical thing to watch because it seems like magic. Like, oh, my God, it's something's floating like and in general, yeah. like. I get I get in a kid's movie like wanting to crop slightly above this because you don't need uh, to see yeah. those kneecaps. Kneecaps yeah, are inappropriate. Like, in general, like if you're watching like Dancing with the Stars and like you have all these dancers like that's a family show and they do these spins and, and, and you're right. They yeah. put on little like booty shorts or tight tights and it's not considered inappropriate to see these kind of legs in the context of these dance moves. Yeah. So it's just kind of weird for them to for the camera to be. I think that it's a, I, like again. I think it's appropriate because uh, Vanessa Hudgens is like sixteen and like. Yeah, no, I get that, but also like I don't know. It's just that weird because like Newsies has that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and th- that's Kenny Ortega from thirteen but years earlier. Newsies is like, marketed towards seven year olds. It's marketed is. towards <laughs> ten to twelve year olds. <laughs> I wouldn't market this at seven year olds though. I'd say that eight, nine, ten. Seven is second grade. That's young. I, for that the, was I how old I was this. when this movie came out. I didn't watch it. I know. I didn't. But I, I was I mean, older. It, I mean, the point is that it's geared for kids of all ages. Yeah. But I remember at the end of second grade, we all got, we were the auditorium in the or the big assembly in the gym, and they were playing. We're all in this together. Like I just like I remember that. It was like okay. Oh, this is not an argument that we need to have. <laughs> I, I think that's like the difference between like Let It Go being omnipresent for the entirety of 2014. And like it wasn't the expectation that everyone had seen it, though. You just knew Let It <laughs> yeah, Go but, as a song. I mean, the expectation that every seven year old had seen it wouldn't be inaccurate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So there's dancing in the audience. Like you get another crowd shot yeah. and they're really I mean, so the spin dance. happens directly on the key change and we get this that we get this like um yeah drum like i don't know what you would call it i I like the when the when it goes silent because he goes soaring and then there's like a pause in the music in the backing music and then it goes flying and it comes strong back that's like uh that's like 
Yeah. Is that a rest? Well, it's a rest, but there's, there's like a more specific term that I'm going to like remember later and be mad at myself. But, um. Okay. And I'm editing this one so you yeah, can't yeah, just yeah. post credit. <laughs> by the way, audience, I was, I listened to, and I just, just, I just wanted to let you know that now that I have the hindsight, hindsight is twenty twenty, that the term I was looking for was this. No, can't do that. Be funny if you came <laughs> back on Thursday. <laughs> just a pre-roll. <laughs> Hey, before we get we get this episode started, guys, just a Thursday episode, I edit these ones. And yeah, the term I was looking for was. All right. So we're dancing. The song is is reaching its peak. We've got the key change finally. And we've yeah. got another minute. Yeah, we'll talk more about the like the. the oh, my God. The, uh, things are happening. Um, It's all happening. Yeah, we get. Oh, this is not almost happening. famous minute. Wait, episode's not over. <laughs> Somebody tells my me bad. it's all happening at the zoo. Simon and Garfunkel reference. Anyway, we can we can probably yeah, like you're saying, we could probably just end now and then yeah, people can listen to the next episode in two days. Let's wrap this puppy up. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to see more of us on the see internet. More. <laughs> I was trying not to talk about that musical the whole time we were talking, because that's Why? like one of my favorites. Cause I could talk about Little Shop all day. That's <laughs> one where a lot of the music is plot. Yeah, that was why I was thinking about it a lot. But if you want to see more of us on the internet, you can find us on the Twitter at Amateur Nerds. Or me personally at Tyler Booty, T-Y-L-E-R-B-O-U-D-Y. You can send us an email to AmateurNerdsPresent at gmail.com. Yeah, let us know what omnipresent song that you're m- not a fan of or a fan of. Is it Let It Go? Is it We're All In This Together? Is it I'm Happy not By... I'm my shot. Uh, yeah. My yeah, shot, sure. I guess it's called... Special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden, at T Golden Art on Instagram. And our music in Joe Winslow, whom you can find at joewinslowmusic.com. Ty, did you see Theo tattooed his first person I, I this did. week? Shout out so, to at T Golden Art on Instagram, as we've already said. Check yeah. out that cool, you want cool a artwork. Yeah, if you want a tattoo and you live in the DC metropolitan area, then you go to Inc. I-N-Q. I've been Condra. And I've been Tyler, and we'll see you next time for another um, half progression up. Uh, yeah, the whole okay. So the whole episode, the whole next episode is going to be one half step up. So we're all going to talk just a little bit higher next time. You can bet on it. 